So last week, a good friend and a member of the Your Lifestyle Business community contacted me with a conundrum. He has a full-time job and needs to replace his income within the next three years or so. Now, he's been working on two or three online business ideas, but is unsure which one to pursue. Should he do the one he has had some experience with and kind of got started a while ago but was thwarted by platform updates? I've been there many times, hence why I don't publish social media courses anymore. Just saying. Um, Should he go with a dream of his that he's been thinking about for a while or should he go with a business he's already invested into quite heavily with his partner but is mainly his partner's dream? Hmm, decisions, decisions. But you know what? It's decisions like this that hold us back from getting out there and living the life we dream about. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about why starting a lifestyle business is a lot like getting married and how this can help you finally make that all-important decision. Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. How are you doing? Joe here and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Lifestyle Business podcast. And today we're talking about why starting a lifestyle business is similar to getting married. And as somebody who is about to get married fairly shortly, I know I'm a bit old for it, but you know what? After 12 years, we finally decided to tie the knot. Um, (laughs) I know a little bit about some of this that's happening right now. So look, the greatest challenge we have today is not a lack of opportunity, but rather a few too many options. There are so many choices now of different paths we can take to build a lifestyle business or a side hustle. In all seriousness, sometimes I feel so lucky to have been born into a time with so much opportunity and I'm always preaching abundance, an abundance mindset to my daughter. But unfortunately, it's also had a bit of an adverse effect. The sheer amount of abundance available to us now in our Western culture has led to indecision, procrastination and in more severe cases, overwhelm um, and depression. Now, I'm not a counsellor and I don't want to get into that in any deep way in today's episode. So I am simply going to focus on the amount of opportunity available to us and how we can make the kind of decision which sets us on the road to building a lifestyle business we can run from anywhere in the world, which of course is my speciality. So if you're listening to this thinking, really Joe, Opportunity? What is it? Where is it? Well, firstly, check out my Make It Happen Monday video, episode 82, which is my four ways to build a business while traveling. So listen to that first. That's my four top ways to build a business. And then check this out. Go and Google side hustles. Just Google that term and you will see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ways that you can earn enough money to give up your day job. So the challenge is, which one is for you? One of the reasons that we have such a hard time making these decisions is a good old thing called FOMO. You know, that feeling you get when your family won't let you in on the inside joke? Fear of missing out. We fear that if we pick one avenue, then we may miss out on the opportunity of another avenue, which might be a better choice. 
We do this so much that we end up simply researching, studying, learning, consuming information about all the different avenues without actually taking action on any of them. All of a sudden, a few years have passed and we're no closer to where we truly want to get to. And yet, I mean, a few years have passed. That's how long it takes sometimes. We get caught in this kind of merry-go-round of just studying and researching and dabbling a little bit and trying something and thinking, no, that doesn't work. That's not where I want to go. So I'm going to try this path or that path. Honestly, I've been there. Okay, this is not, you are not alone. I have been there, I have done it, I have worn that t-shirt. And we start to say things like, I don't know what my passion is, or I'm not sure what my calling is, or I just don't know what my purpose in this life is. Have you heard yourself say those words? But the simple thing is, is that not everyone has a clear-cut passion or purpose. Not everyone comes flying out of their mother's womb knowing exactly what it is they want to do and be in life, me included. In fact, I believe strongly that passion comes from passion. It's not just something that's sitting there waiting to be found. For example, let me tell you a little story. (laughs) I live in an environment where everyone exercises. Seriously, you would not believe the amount of people who are constantly engaged in triathlons, Ironmans, marathons, mountain trails, you name it, they are all doing it. And it's a classic contradiction of that theory, you are who you hang out with. (laughs) Because no matter how much I hang out with these ladies, I do not look like an athlete and my body is definitely not built for triathlons. But I digress. The fact is, (laughs) at the beginning of this school term, I had a choice to go swimming three times a week, which is what my hubby-to-be does. I had a choice to go and do boot camp because there's a couple of boot camp lessons at school. I had a choice to go and walk around the local dam with a friend of mine. Now, if I do swimming, I get a fabulous all-round workout with no heavy impact on my aging muscles, on my aging bones. If I do boot camp, I work on strengthening said muscles and, of course, it's more social. If I go walking, it's also a great catch-up with a great friend. So you see, there is no clear winner. There is no standout. Well, clearly, obviously, that one is much better than that one. And that, my friend, is the conundrum. When assessing what business you'd like to start or what niche you'd like to go into, unless one just absolutely jumps out at you and says, pick me, pick me, and you just know that's the right way to go, how do you decide? Well, batten down the hatches, my friend, because I am going to tell you, it's extremely technical and it could take a moment or two for you to truly understand the concept and comprehend it. So full attention, please. Full attention on my voice. Are you ready? Number one, gather a list of your favorite options. Number two, open your phone and go to the timer feature. Number three, set your timer for 60 seconds. Number four, click start. Number five, recite eeny, meeny, miny, mo for 60 seconds. And number six, when that alarm goes off, the one your finger is on is your choice. I'm so sorry. I know you're waiting for something absolutely out of the world there and that's all you got. And in fact, you may even be closing this podcast down as we speak. And you may think I'm being flippant, but seriously, any decision is better than no decision at all. And I know there are going to be people out there who disagree with me, but it really is. Because what is holding you back is not the amount of opportunities. It is not the lack of opportunity. And it is not whether you have or haven't found your passion or your purpose. What is holding you back 
is your indecision. If you cannot make a decision based on logic alone, then flipping a coin is your next best option. And guess what? By doing, rather than thinking or learning or strategizing or considering or journaling or studying or questioning different people, you will probably quite quickly discover whether you've made the right decision or not. It could literally happen within days that you decide, right? You could go for something and you could say, do you know what? I've tried that and I know that this is not for me. You may find yourself doing something you really don't like or that you feel uncomfortable with. And if that's the case, you need to act quickly about turn and try something else. Trust your instincts. I have just done this myself. I have to be honest with you. I recently started two new projects, one which I love and I can't wait to get out of bed to start. The other, within literally a day of doing it, I thought, "Uh oh, this is really not for me. Um, and so what I'm going to have to do now is use this as a bit, of a bit of an experiment and move on pretty damn quick. But you only discover this by actually doing. Otherwise, you might romanticize about what it could be only to find it's not for you. You could spend a year romanticizing about being an amazing blogger. You could say, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to be. You read other people's blogs. You say, I definitely want to be a blogger. This is it. This is it. And you spend ages and ages and ages not doing, just thinking about it, learning all about it, studying SEO, studying keyword research, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you could sit down one day and start to write and think, oh, I hate this. Oh my God, I can't stand writing. I'd much rather go and do a podcast. But you haven't even considered podcasting because you've spent your entire time romanticizing blogging. But you've finally actually done something and realize, no, it's not for you. Now, it might take a bit longer for you to discover it's not for you. You may have invested some money or some time, but still you will have learned an immense amount along the way and will be able to take those newfound skills into something else. I spent a year a few years ago on a project and I worked my bottom off doing it and I absolutely hated it but I'd invested a whole heap of money into it and I knew I needed to stick with it. Now thankfully my other half quite enjoyed it and he was able to run with it in the end while I took a back step and did something else but you know you if, if he hadn't have been there I would have simply finished my year off and said that was an amazing year what a lesson learned now let's move on to something else. Now on the flip side of the coin you could start doing something and find you absolutely love it and guess what? Boom! There's that passion you've been searching for. All that time you've been sat there thinking about what am I passionate about by actually getting out there and doing it, all of a sudden it arrives. You're passionate. Yay! So here's why starting a business is like getting into a marriage that you are confident is going to work because you're deeply in love with the person. <laughs> and that is that once you have decided what business you are going to pursue, you need to commit with your whole heart. All right, you need to get in there and you need to go for it. For at least a minimum of 12 to 18 months, I'm not talking about marriage there. <laughs> you can't go into it thinking, oh, I'll at least give this 12 to 18 months. Um, but you have to give the business model and yourself time to make it work. Your enemy is distraction. And other business models, other people talking of their success with other business models, all of that kind of stuff is your distraction. You have to do whatever you need to do to limit your distraction. You are not allowed to stray 
my friend. Now, I have recently decided that I want to be an author. That's what I want to do. It's undoubtedly where my passions lie. I just love to write. So I have gone about unsubscribing from anything that does not aid me in my plight to achieve that goal. I do not want to learn how to build video courses. I do not want to learn how to run a software business. I do not want to learn how to become a YouTube influencer. I want to learn how to write better, how to build my audience more rapidly, how to increase visitors to my blog, how to improve my social media impact to help me build my audience who will hopefully buy my books. So I am learning everything to do with writing and publishing a book. I have honed my inbox, my notifications, my podcasts to everyone and everything that can help me to achieve my main goal, my main priority. So when do you know whether it's going to work or when you need to maybe quit the decision that you have made? Well, years ago, I took a job as an assistant entertainments manager at a caravan park in a place called Bristol in the UK. Sounds grand, but basically I was a glorified kids entertainer, singer and DJ. Um, When I first arrived, it was winter and it was miserable. And when I say years ago, I mean, I'm talking, you know, late teens, early 20s here. Um, So it was winter and it was horrible. If you've spent any time in the UK in the winter, if you're from the UK, you'll know what I'm talking about. It is miserable weather, isn't it? I mean, it's bone, it gets into your bones, deep into your bones. And the caravan park was empty by me and my boss who lived, he lived in a beautiful static motorhome. Whereas I lived in this little caravan where you couldn't swing a cat and I had to blow dry cling film to my windows to keep the wind out. Seriously, I remember standing there with this blimmin window cover or whatever it was, like cling film and blowing a hairdryer over it, which apparently sealed the windows to keep the wind out. It was dark, it was dreary, it was lonely. And unfortunately, my boss at the time was a total... I'm looking for the word because I don't like to swear, but he was a total idiot. Yeah, you know, I mean, fill in the blank there, ladies and gentlemen. And he treated me like absolute crap. He really did. And I remember calling my dad and crying down that God rest his soul, crying down the phone and telling him I wanted to come home. And he said to me, you know what, Joe, give it six months. You've got to give it time. If you hate it in six months, you can come home then. But you have to give opportunities, no matter how tough they may be, a fair crack of the whip. He was right. And as summer came round, the park got busy, I made new friends, and the whole season was a ton of fun. The moral of the story is, of course, that you have to give something your all. You cannot go into a brand new relationship or a new marriage that you have high hopes for its success with one foot out the door, eyeing up other opportunities. You have to commit passionately and give it 100% until either you realise absolutely, categorically, that you cannot stand doing it another day or that you have exhausted every possible avenue to make it successful, but it's clearly just not going to work. Please always remember though, if someone has done it before you, it can be done. Do not liken that sentence to a relationship or it sounds a bit dodgy. Every day, my friend, you need to remind yourself why you're doing it, what your goals are and what you want to achieve by when. Set small milestones, give yourself some quick wins and focus, focus, focus. If you stick with it, put 100% of your heart into it, you will succeed. 
So there you have it. That's today's episode. Why starting your lifestyle business is a bit like getting married or starting a new relationship. I do hope that this has been helpful to you today. I'd love your feedback. So come and join our Facebook community. You can find us at Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook. Just come and search for us. Um, We're all in there building our lifestyle businesses. So come and join the community, join in the conversation. Of course, as always, live life on purpose. And of course, make it happen. Have an amazing week. See you again next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run from Anywhere in the World. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.